Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Chris. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar key. Alright, so this episode is brought to you by us, and we're actually doing it different this week. Usually we have been doing our Threadless store, but we started a new thing. We actually started a Patreon. Um, so we've had people ask about it. Uh, and we, we legit have actually had people ask about it. We're not oh, telling, um, I'm not going to name names uh, without nobody asking. But. People uh, asked me how my rig is set up, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I, play a, ask. I play in uh, two services a week in front of... Uh, tens of people so uh i'm gonna do it listen i actually did a rig rundown at one point back like i did a full studio tour when everybody was going through this phase of people have asked me this and it's like "Mm, i'm gonna go do my own thing well i had a really cool board at one time that just had weird stuff on it and this is right when i was getting into boutique pedals i had like the pedal train pro and I was like, oh, yeah, this is it. And it was pretty cool. And it's right before I started getting into big, like, selling and trading. Mm-hmm. So I had, like, just collected. Uh, I I mean, I still have quite a bit of pedals. I've got, like, four shelves worth of pedals in my house. and uh, But I just I had a good deal of pedals, and they were all on the board. So I went through, and I did it. So but let's get back on. Yeah, let's uh, get back on track now. Sorry. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, people have asked about it, so we're doing it. We've got our Patreon, epi- our Patreon we can go to patreon.com slash the effects loop it's really simple you cannot get lost along the way if you want to go look really quick you can pause it go look come back we'll be waiting um but i'll go through the tiers we've got our little loopers which is a dollar or more a month you'll receive a shout out on an episode we've got scott's tots three dollars or more per month (laughs) we actually will deliver on our stuff unlike michael scott Um, but you'll receive a shout out on episode and stickers when they become in stock we've actually looked in the pre-app we were talking about stickers and we're looking at what we're going to do they won't be too far behind nope they actually should be hopefully in the next week or so maybe yeah Uh, we're we're, uh we are cheap so we're waiting to see if there's going to be a uh, deal in the next week or two yeah um so we've got that one we've got the chat room you'll receive a shout out on an episode stickers and join a secret group message we don't want to start another facebook group for secret this and whatever i'm already in 78 groups so we're just going to do a, a facebook messenger chat um i think we'll do that i don't i don't know about anything else that i really want to do i know uh, there's some other groups using the do other some things. premium snapchat stuff we could do some Snapchat. I don't, you know what? I don't use Snapchat that much. Well, uh, get that I don't, premium and have people pay. And well, I mean, I'll do it if people <laughs> pay me to, but I just, I'm just too afraid of opening up my phone and just like, having like a dick in my face. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's a legit fear in 2018. Um, and well, Tumblr is going to be the app for that in what a week. I don't know what's up with Tumblr. Can you like post penises now? No, they're getting rid of adult content, so that's your safe space now. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go there. The 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 lesser amount of penises in my face, the better. Um, so we've got that, and then we've got the big daddy ultimate tier, the God bless America tier. Um, you'll receive a shout out on an episode. You get stickers, join the group message, and you'll get exclusive content like early releases unedited episodes which is early releases it's pretty much chris is gonna or whoever's editing is gonna sync up the audio and then just post it for you to check out 
Um, so you'll at least get it maybe like four hours early. Bare minimum, because that's just us dragging our feet uh, like we do every week. Like I forgot that my son had a band concert yesterday. <laughs> and then last week it was something else and we had to do it on Tuesday. I think it was, I think it's been me like two weeks in a row. Last week, I, oh, I was exhausted last week. That's what it was. I was just like, is there any way we can move this? Like I'm dead. I think I'd only got a few hours of sleep. Um, but we'll do that. And you'll also get a discount code for our Threadless shop, which I think you get everything pretty much at cost. Yeah. So we're going to do that for you. And that's it right now. Um, and one of the cool thing about the group message is uh, if you like to listen to the show, you can help give us ideas for the show. You can you know, help guide us on what you think we should do. Ooh, we should do $50 a month and you get to host. Like, we don't even have to be on there. We'll just, like, let someone else see episode. <laughs> if we get, if we get three $50 donors, y'all will be the effects loop for a week. Think, yeah, that's it. Like, imagine if they, like, I don't know, that could turn into some, like, crazy, like, Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. Like, people are, like, wearing, like, skin suit bodies. <laughs> I'm Diaz. No, you do not want to be me, brother. Um, uh, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's, like, the big thing. Um, so, we actually already have... A patron or a, a patron, uh, Willa Hugh. That's you, this is your shout out. Early um, I supporter. Said, yeah, well, he was one of the early people who asked about being able to support us, and mm-hmm. we kind of put it off and put it off. It was one of those things we wanted to be able to deliver something and finding our groove and everything. So we were able to get that going. So shout out to Will, and uh, next week hopefully we'll be able to have some more names. Guilt trip. So. <laughs> uh, Speaking of like new stuff, Chris, what's new with you? I did not get anything new again this week. It's been very slow in the gear world. I don't know if it's been slow in the gear world. Maybe in well, your spending and, habits. Yeah, I think you've, and... <laughs> I'm dude, Helix, eighteen month payments. That's all I'm saying. I know. Which is not. I, I don't need to though. <laughs> I know. All right. Um, I got my mystery box from Premier Guitar. And I don't, I don't think I posted what I got in it. I don't think so either. You know, you know what I got? Nothing. Box of disappointment. It was sad. Was it empty? No. Okay. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> no. All right. So uh, it was actually, it wasn't a horrible. Um, so I was hoping I'd get the strap if I got one of the generic boxes. I got one of the generic boxes. I got the one. It had a tuner, had gear supply. I mean, gear clear tone strings. Um, for electric, it had some acoustic strings. I think they were Martins or something. I don't mm. know. And three reverb patch cables, which was kind of, that was kind of like the big thing in it, I guess. That was the big thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a great box. It's kind of a disappointment. I mean, they went up in price this year. They went up to 40 bucks. I think they were at 30 and yeah that happened so it's one of those things you gamble i was kind of i was hoping i was like i saw the guitar strap ones i think uh steve from 60 cycle hum got one with a guitar strap and i was like man you know if i got that as my generic box i'd be happy and then the world just looked at me and said oh you thought (laughs) but it wasn't it was okay yeah, strap definitely would have been more worth it because that's a yeah. quality strap for forty bucks. Well, I've got it was unless it was like a little nylon. I got patch cables last year too, 
I got MXR patch cables, and they're all pancake, and I don't use pancake patch cables. Well, build yourself a board now that you've got, like, two sets of... I do have a creation there you go. board laying around. I think I need to make a baseboard for my son. There you I go. always talk about it, but then I get lazy. <laughs> well, now you have extra patch cables, and you can make it happen before next step. How about before next year? Maybe before next year's mystery box. <laughs> um, or wait, and maybe you'll have uh, more patch cables by then. Yeah. So we'll go on to gear news. Uh, I saw this. It was pretty cool. Um, Rocket Surgeon introduced the Ice Caves Ambient Reverb. So you listened to the demo of it, didn't you? Yeah, and the demos were actually from like last month, so I really don't understand how we like missed this. Because this article was written on December 11th. Okay, then how did they miss it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. But I'm uh, not revealing my sources. Yeah, uh, it, it looks pretty good and looks yeah, good too. It's straight, but straight up, those knobs just remind me in the lettering. Totally remind me of Earthquaker devices, or even Matthew's effects. Like no, no, well, maybe a little. Well, the, the clear layout. knob, the clear knob. Oh yeah, definitely the clear knob, but the layout definitely. I do like the artwork though. It's got like a comic book thing going on. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and then for controls, it's got your typical level and depth uh, for reverbs, yeah. and then it's got echo because there is a delay setting. I don't really didn't understand. I've exactly never understood. What it was. I've never understood why there people are mixing like it could be a delay or a reverb. And granted, they're close to the same thing when it comes to the like science of it well since this is but a I've never like, reverb that's probably why is it is the, the delay in the reverb i couldn't tell or is it just like a reverb or a delay so i couldn't tell in the demo honestly okay i'm not sure yeah but then it's got brightness and then the ice setting which i'm guessing is kind of maybe like a shimmer i think so if I remember and right. and it's got the different ambience little switch it's pretty cool I'm kind of bummed there wasn't like a whole lot of new pedals, but Nam's right around the corner, so everyone's waiting. Mm-hmm. So, and let's see, maybe if we can slip someone from the Gear Slum five bucks, they can like send us things that happen at Nam, <laughs> or we can just like follow their. Oh, what if we follow their Instagram and record every day before they can put out an episode, and it looks like they're copying <laughs> us? That's bad. That'd be legit, like the biggest douchebag thing to do ever. <laughs> It'd be awesome, though. Well, I'm assuming uh, Scott's still going, I think, isn't he? I don't know. Uh, hopefully he'll Maybe. Up. Yeah, Scott. Hook us up. All right. Uh, next, we've got um, the like latest installment into the Parallel Universe, the 51 Telecaster PJ Bass. All right. Uh, my thing with this is what was the original pickup configuration on the original Telecaster Bass? Oh. Uh, I'll look it up then, Telly. Yeah, Google. I, I do love to, a Telecaster headstock on a bass, though. Okay, it's P-Bass pickups. So this falls under, for me, the why uh, is this considered parallel? Because it's not that different. Did it, always have the, did it always have the Telecaster control plate? Uh, where'd my window go? I closed it. Open, open the uh, window. Yes. To the window. Huh. Uh, some of them did have 
um, like the Telecaster custom style pick guard to it, where yeah. the controls were on the pick guard. But other than that, it's essentially the same thing. The same thing. There's a few random like humbucker ones. Yeah. Ooh, something on DH gate is semi hollow. Ooh, looks like a Gretsch. Oh, that's tempting. Anyway. Can you share with the rest of the class? You just went on like a weird tangent. You're like, um, here, let me show you this. Where are you going to show me at? Uh, I'll put it in the Facebook group. Copy link address. Oh my gosh. It's an interactive Facebook. <laughs> See, maybe, maybe what we'll do is we'll let people join in the phone call. That'll be the $20 level. You can just sit there quietly. Oh, we just won't yeah, mix in for audio. a higher level. We could do uh, I think we can live stream onto Patreon. Oh, that would be a snap. cool thing to do. One thousand dollars a month. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. For a thousand dollars a month, you can just buy us out, and <laughs> it, that base is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, uh, going back if to you the wanna... Telecaster base, though. Focus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. Uh, I think it looks cool. I don't. It's kind of one of those things, like how Gretsch had the historic series, but it really didn't match anything historically. Mm. this is the parallel universe where nothing about it's part of a parallel universe they've already done this yeah i feel like this is something squire would do like they would call it a telecaster base but they would throw something weird in it yeah and i'm sure this is probably what 1500 2500 whatever the base there's no way that's 2500 i wouldn't pay 2500 for that uh, purchase 2000. purchase it heck no mm. that's no no sir it's because they Bad slapped fender. the uh limited edition parallel universe name on it you know what i don't like the inlays i feel like they should have done block inlays on this for two thousand dollars i'm getting some damn block inlays hey my 500 dollars base has block inlays yeah, and he only paid $500, <laughs> Fender. Get your crap together. So, speaking of Fender getting their crap together, uh, I think we're going to... Yeah, this is a little out of jump order. Jump around. Yeah, we're going to jump around, but... Uh, jump around. Fender is Sorry. unveiling their American Performer Series, which is lower-end American-made guitars. If you hear a weird thumping noise, it's my stupid dog is scratching. Uh, my dog's barking outside too, but my door's closed, so it might not be that audible. I can't hear it. My wife's like, I'm going to get the dogs out, except for the one that just <laughs> makes a random noise. Nice. Here. Let's see. Everyone yell at my wife. Maybe not if I can get Robert Keeley on here, he can yell at my wife. Right. Um, Fender website, you going to work? There we go. Um, oh, my heavens. Okay, going. so this line has your standard strats, tellies. Um, they also have... Oh, they're actually bringing out a uh, Mustang. Mm -hmm. uh, precision bases, jazz bases, and a Mustang base. So this is actually pretty cool for... Oh, that Honeyburst Telecaster looks nice. Yeah. So is this... So is it, this is a series, or is this a new like line? Is this um, a new level? I... This is a new level because they haven't really had entry anything between. Yeah, they haven't had an entry level American series for a while, have they? Because they had the special, right? And it repl yeah, so this replaces the American special series. I think you're right. Because in the American yeah. 
Well, that's what it says on the Professional. Okay. Because the professional replaced the standard series, right? Yeah, I don't know. They need. I'm so confused on what they're called nowadays. See, because that's like I have an American Deluxe, and then Deluxe became like lower end for some reason, and it's Mm. like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is their way of fixing that because they got out of whack with their thing. The only thing I'm I'm a little bummed about is they're not putting a new Telecaster Deluxe in this. Hmm. I'm fine without it. I don't like the Telecaster Deluxe design too much. Oh, there uh, the Jazzmaster actually has a Strat. Uh, oh, okay, hold on. There's something we do need to talk about. Did in, did you see the Flea commercial for his new active jazz bass? Where he's like the one where he's just putting lipstick. Around. He's putting like lipstick on his face. No, I missed that part of it. Yeah, so he's definitely off the wagon if he ever was. <laughs> if he ever was on the wagon, yeah, that was like the craziest thing ever. If you have a chance, check it out and be as confused as I was, or don't and save your sanity. That works too. All right, so that's enough with Fender or over your stuff. Um, so no, uh, it was. I saw a post today. I don't know how new it is, but I thought it was pretty cool. Um, Westminster effects or nose pedals, sorry, is um, same people. Same people. Still Cody, doing his thing, kicking butt, taking names. Um, they just they put up. Uh, they've got a mod for the TC Electronics, the Flashback X4, Altigo X4, and the Triple Delay. The big the big box delays. Um, I'm not sure if this is new or not, but it's new to me, so it's pretty cool. Um, they've got uh, a switch replacement. They've got double preset mod, momentary feedback switch, um, a looper switch, which is pretty cool because one of the things that was those delay pedals take up a lot of real estate. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, well, I had an X4 and I loved it. It sounded phenomenal, but it took up a lot of real estate. This now gives you a total of six mods or six presets instead of three. Um, it allows for uh, external tap tempo jack, which I don't know. I'm guessing that's tap in, which would be great. Um, and uh, then they've got the looper switch. So one of the things that sucked was the looper was really cool on it, but you had to like reach down and flip between them. Oh yeah, I remember that. So now you've got a switch that just turns on the looper. So I mean, it's pretty. It's really cool. I think it really expands on that. And to get all of those together, seventy five, hundred fifteen, uh, hundred thirty. If you're not doing the switch replacement. Yeah. So that's pretty cool, especially when you can get that pedal used for. I'd say 150, 130 if you were actually like looking out for it. I'd love to do all that to the X, to the um, Alter Ego X4. Isn't that the uh, that's analog vintage version? One. Yeah, pretty much like analog, all the vintage stuff, like the nice U2 stuff. Yeah. yeah. Especially since Korg uh, got rid of their STD at this point. Yeah, the STD, what, 2000? Was that the number? Uh, 3000. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. They're doing good stuff over there. 
Um, especially like nose pedals really had that rough patch. Mm-hmm. The old, yeah, the old owner just ran it into the ground. And so it was cool. Cody took it over and he's really made a comeback with that brand. Is yes, hasn't he like trimmed down what all they were doing with? Nose I don't pedals? think that was a full sentence. Yeah, because I was trying to find my page while I was doing it. Uh, did Cody keep all of the like switchers and stuff, or did he just keep yeah. the mods mostly? Uh, nose pedal, you can buy effects. Yeah, they it's got all the utility. Oh, no effects. I think they've got utility yeah, they, stuff. Yeah, uh, they got all the utility stuff. The page finally loaded. Yeah, but they don't like have any effects because... I don't think nose effects really didn't do effects, did they? They did most of the utility uh, stuff. They had a couple. I think they tried to do a drive, and it was either a distortion or fuzz. Okay. But he was really heavy into the um, utility, utility stuff. and like mods. So I think he was one of the first ones that did like DL4 mods and stuff like that. Yeah, I know he was really early in the the mod stuff. Um, let's see. Let's move on. So pedal train, I actually posted this in the group. When you put it on, whenever you mentioned it, I was just like, wait, we already talked about that. And I realized we just text, we were just in the group. Um, so pedal train is coming out with the SST space saving tuner. So it's pretty cool. Um, it's in there. Did that, this goes between the rails, doesn't it? Uh, I mean, yeah. I would, oh, no. I would hope. No, it's not. It's not meant to go between the rails. That's a fail. They should put it between the rails. Oh, you're you're saying like sit in the rail kind of. Yeah. Like in the they hole. should do it. They should do it like they should have it sit in the rail and change the orientation. That would be a cool thing. Could you imagine that? It'd be like flush with the actual board. I mean, I'm sure if you got creative with your mounting and depending on how big the screen actually ends up being, it could fit under there. Daniel Shields, if you listen to this, that's what you need to come up with. <laughs> that would, I mean, that would legit, could you imagine on the sides, you could just have something that like kind of like just expands out to match the width. If you had enough spacing, you could find some, you could just have it where it expands out to match the width of the space of the like cutout. You could use it on any board. Any board that has slits, at least. Slots. If you have a yeah. uh, flat board, you're out of luck. But uh, so, uh, one of the things that we weren't sure about when we posted it was how this connects up to everything. Um, and this is where I'm a little uh, concerned about it. Is the dangling? Yeah, they're basically dongles, and they look like very thin wires. For yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna break that. But the thing is, it's only thirty bucks. That's not bad at all. Or no, no, no. I'm sorry, sixty bucks. Okay, that's a little worse. That's a little bit worse. But Sorry. for those of us that have, uh, uh, I don't know how many people actually do this, but I have a buffer that has a tuner out on it. So that way mm-hmm. that signal is totally separate and I can have it always on. Something like this is going to be good for me. So I can actually like get rid of the buffer or get rid of the P, uh, TU2 that I have sitting on my board. That frees up just a tad bit of space. Yeah. And since this is a tuner, it's not going to go anywhere. So I'm not too worried about those cables, but if you're somebody that's always constantly moving it around, it I, might end up breaking on you. I feel like, I don't know, for 60 bucks though, I'd rather just buy like a used pedal. Yeah, you can like get a used TU2 for 
40 or well, 50. Yeah, or you can Shit. get a used uh, Polytune. Uh, Polytune Mini, even. Yep. Because if I had to guess, this would probably only be half the size of a Polytune Mini. Like, wouldn't you say? <laughs> no, I think it's going to take about a... It's, it's longer, and with the dangling cables, you're, you're st still using the same amount of real estate. Especially if you want to actually be able to see. I mean, if you look... Yeah, I mean, the, it's a little bit less on the width, but I just don't know. Like, the picture they use has it right next to a tube screamer. And it's under and, the jack on top yeah, of it. Yeah, that's stupid. I mean, I don't know. If you're going for a mini board, I think it's it kind of works. But how long are those cables anyways? And you have to tuck them up. I don't know. I think it's not worth it, in my opinion. It's a cool idea. Mm. But... I wonder. I still want to. I want to make that tuner though. How fit between the slots? It'd be pretty cool. I might actually message Daniel Shields about that. <laughs> it's like, hey, here's an idea. I am. I'm. I might. I need to get his number. I can just call him. We'll just get him in on the call. All right. <laughs> we'll just call He's him like, now. <laughs> yeah. Like, add him to the hangout. I'm pretty sure I've got his Gmail. Just. It's like he's like random. Pick up. Trust us. <laughs> Yeah, this is important. You're on the air. All right, so we'll keep moving on. Keep rolling. Oh my gosh, I closed the thing. Oh goodness. Okay, then. Uh, I know. No, I've got it. Tisco. Okay. So Tisco on their Instagram uh, is showing three new pedals. I can't like see anything though. Uh, yeah, the only one you can really see clearly is the delay. Um, is that the green one? Yeah. There's also a fuzz and boost, but the photo is like super small and I can't really like tell if there's anything special about it. I'm getting too old for this crap. Yeah. So hold on. I just zoomed in. So it's in Japanese, the name of the pedal. So they got that going for them. Um, there's a red one and a white one and a green one. I'm guessing the red one's the fuzz cause it's level mm -hmm. and something. I don't know. They did hashtag ambient notes. Do you think they know what that is? Mm, maybe they just I would level hope so. feedback. So that's a delay. I'm guessing these pedals are going to be kind of cheap. I mean, I would kind of hope so because even word? the delay is kind of bare bones. It's just level feedback time modulo the modulation setting of like depth rate and fast and slow mode. Hmm. Oh, there is a mono and dry out. That's kind of cool. And this looks like it's plastic to me. Does it look like it's plastic to you? The uh, like, no, it looks it looks metal. Okay. I think it's because it's kind of glossy. I don't. I, mean, I couldn't imagine them putting out a plastic. I mean, they're using a metal washer right there with the stomp switch. So I'm guessing it's a metal case. Okay. Yeah, these but, are. Oh, that's a boost. Okay. Yeah. The red one. Boost. Oh, I see what you were talking the about. The red one's there. a. Yeah, I didn't correct you. Yeah, the red is the boost, the white's the fuzz. And then, okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. We'll keep our ear out for that. But I know they've announced, like, reissuing some of those guitars and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, so we'll move on to our topic. Why does it feel like we're rushing through this? It's only been 28 minutes. God, we're on topic. Or we're on focus today um so i was on a group 
it was a horrible group that no one should ever go to called gear talk praise and worship and one of the guys on there was talking about line six i want to i'm going to get the actual quote because i felt like it really made me understand how narrow-minded people are Mm -hmm. and how people don't remember where the guitar world has come from and the guy said does anyone sit ever sit a wonder i'm gonna read it correctly as he put it does anyone ever sit a wonder how line six went from making garbage practice amps to making an industry leading making an industry leading platforms like the helix line pretty remarkable pick for attention and he posted his hx stomp so we could have fun and go through and read all the comments but we're not going to do that um so chris what's your like when you think line six what what do you think of because apparently these people think garbage um i would almost say like i don't want to say like comeback story because they haven't really come back from anything it's just don't call it a comeback. yeah it's a underrated would probably be a good one to use because you always like whenever you mention line six most people's brain kind of immediately goes to what the spider three amps and the insane uh mode or patch whatever you want to call it that's what people think of when they think line six when really they've been pretty top notch on the effects front especially that's where i have the most experience because i had uh shoot what was it the echo park which was like the little single delay from that and wasn't that part of the uh like what was it the one that had the different things you could change out yeah the modules i don't remember exactly what that was called um but then from there tone lock or something yeah no no, tone lock is ibanez oh whoops yeah i'm not sure but um and then i went from that to the m series so i had the m5 uh multiple times the m9 multiple times i think i either went through one or two m13s and all those were super solid didn't really have much of an issue other than uh the slight bit of tone suck but i think that's for any like entry level multi effects, like I would well, say. Well, even then, like the whole thing is, those have become industry standards. Yeah, just like because uh, they're they were the next version of the uh, was it the L series or D series? What what the, what they call them? Like the DL four and the MM4, the four series, the four series. Yeah, they're kind of the like brainchilds of those. I guess you could call them. Yeah, those came after, and really, it just it took them and put them all into one container. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people think, oh, Helix, you know, Line Six finally is doing something good. People don't realize the DL four is still an industry standard. And I would, it's probably not almost one guarantee of, people like would say that. And then you mentioned like, oh, you know, they made the Spider three, right? And then they would probably cringe. Uh, listen, <laughs> so we were talking earlier about my little gear thing. At one point I did, I put up the video and I used to mess with people because all the time people would be like, oh, it sounds great. It sounds great. And every time I was playing through, I used to leave my tube amp at church. I'd leave my uh, Excelsior at church 
I'd bring my pedal board home and I'd play through a line six spider, the spider four or whatever the, and it was the two by 12. And I used to practice at home with that. And I'd post videos of people like, Oh, that sounds awesome. I'm like, dude, I'm playing through a line six. I'm playing through a spider. Like, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I know they catch a bad rap and it's always because, you know, the people are like the people who like boast on the spider series were always the like kid Metal who could head. afford it. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, it's got all these settings in it. And like, I remember going and playing and they had the spider series that had like this little screen, the very little screen. Oh, yeah. And, and you could like program, like it would like have artist presets in it. And one of them was like Papa Roach. <laughs> I was, I was, like out of all things like Papa Roach but they the, I don't know the, the problem is is like we pigeonhole these companies and my argument was if we didn't have line six we wouldn't have a lot of stuff that we love today I don't think I'm going to be bold and say or it, it's not that we wouldn't have it I don't think we'd have it as soon as we got it yeah, like the Kemper that's a prime example mm-hmm I mean, it took the technology of modeling and everything, which I wouldn't say, I don't think line six created the modeling, but they definitely took it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And you've got to give credit where credit's due on innovation. The, you know, I, I'm going to be bold and I'm going to say it. I thought Jimi Hendrix sucked as a guitar player, but he was innovative. Mm-hmm. He did things that people weren't doing at the time. I mean, he brought a whole new level to the instrument and honestly, I mean, I always make the, like the, the comment just to make people's eye twitch. He only had one, one number one hit and it was a cover. His only number one hit was all along the watchtower. And, um, he like, it took him forever to record that cover too. He like messed it up so much. (laughs) Like, I mean, you listen to him play live and he was, he was okay. But the main thing was he was an entertainer and he was changing the way people played guitar um, and the people he influenced along the way. So line six is like Jimi Hendrix in my book. You know, some of us on the, well, he, they don't suck, but they were innovative and they did a lot of things. Look at the pods. There's people who still use those mm-hmm. and you can get phenomenal tones out of them. I mean, everyone always mock, you know, knocks on the drives and the distortions, but they, uh, they kind of just change things up. Uh, so I don't, what, I think people should just mind their own damn business. Yeah, Cause what company <laughs> was started by X- Strymon? Okay. I, I didn't want to say that and like be it totally was Str- wrong. Strymon, Strymon. So, well, it was damage control, right? So they left line six and they went and did damage control, which if you look at the damage control pedals and look at the line six pedals, like the four series, they're big they're kind of bulky but they sound great cool stuff like that mm-hmm. and and also the damage control stuff had tubes in it like and everyone makes fun of pedals that have tubes in them yeah but how popular were damage control pedals back then though they weren't they weren't big until, until they weren't they big re-branded. until they they weren't big until they rebranded and the people were like oh well they started off as this this is the better like the timeline from damage control is nothing like the timeline from oh, strymon no. <laughs> and then the guy who started strymon or one of the guys left and started doing uh maris pedals never heard of them they're the ones that do the enzo yeah. and the mercury seven or whatever you've never really nope <laughs> I'm living under a rock there, Chris. I guess huh? so. <laughs> How are we supposed to pe- 
keep people in the loop uh, if you're not in the loop? Because at least I knew that it was probably Strymon that was started by X line six employees. Yeah. Um, Which that so, says something there too of that people learned from line like okay on the job knowledge i'm not gonna say like stealing shit but like getting on the job knowledge and experience and taking that and going elsewhere you well, wouldn't look at the you wouldn't the guy have done who owns that mammoth. if line six was shit the you know the the guy who runs uh mammoth electronics started with robert keely uh Pretty yeah sure. wasn't there somebody else that like left like walrus or left keely and went and did their own thing it was one of the two yeah, there's a lot of people who've done that. They start with a company, they leave, and they do their own thing. Yeah. I mean, and that's another thing, too. And a lot of that, you look at where they came from, because the gear industry is not like other industries where it seems like people leave a crappy place to go do better. Um, but they uh, definitely have have put out some good people from Line 6. Mm-hmm. And even then, if, if you want to see something really cool so line six has a lot of they've got a group for the helix and its user support the guys who work at line six are there in the group talking um you don't get that a whole lot from companies like the i mean line six is a pretty big company well, in my large opinion. companies we'll say yeah in the large company. it's not like billy fenders in a group i don't i don't know i'm just kidding but uh some some guys like listening like going what billy fender uh i don't know i think i mean every company puts out a crappy pedal look at all right so the precious strymon put out the riverside which a lot of people hated i mean i thought it was pretty cool i liked it because i like kind of like crazy distortion and i could get a really cool foo fighter sound out of it um there's just every company's put out a pedal that I mean, yeah, boss is that really metal crappy zone? though? Because when you get into like drives and stuff, the market's already so saturated with <laughs> saturated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry, with uh, like namestays. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. your tube screamers and blues drivers and stuff like that. It's kind of hard to like break into that market. I'm getting ads for Sticker Mule. Good job. Right, right now. Yeah, we're not in your home. As my Alexa pops on and tells me to be quiet. <laughs> or she tells you to buy sticker mules and stop waiting on oh, a she's discount. Like, she's like, uh, if you buy sticker mule right now, I'll leave you alone. <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't know. That was like really fast. We agreed too much. I feel like we should argue about something. Mm, uh, oh, actually... Here's something we could uh, talk about still about the Line 6 stuff, the wirelesses. Because uh, you've had them. I've only had one. Well, you had a... The one you had was like bottom of the barrel for them pretty much. The G10. Mm-hmm. So... What... Do you still have it? Yeah, I still have it. Do you still use it? Uh, Yes. So apparently it doesn't suck too bad. No, like my only complaint with that was just how you powered it yeah that's just stupid uh, listen all right so line six has been jacked up with the power so the heat i've got the hx effects and the power on that it's like it requires like two amps and it really is a pain in the butt to power 
Because I mean, guys, it's not a straight up wall wart. It's probably one of those that has like it's the, the long two prong one. and then the wall yep. wart in the middle and then the little skinny cable. Yeah. Yep. That's how. The oh end. no no it's not the, no no it's it's the the end is like a six inch block that's like oh, like a geez. it's like a Twix bar. Or it's like a, or like a butterfinger, like it's that 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 shape and that long. Yeah, I guess rectangular is the word I was looking for, but I'm a little hungry, so, <laughs> so Twix a butterfinger, Twix and butterfinger. I'm like, I'm like it looks like a Snickers bar. Diaz, stop eating your power supply. But I actually <laughs> got it to work. Um, I I installed a uh, power strip underneath my board because I use the Edison thing from uh, Creation. Oh yeah, like. I just hook up an Edison end and and I'm good to go. So I just, I wire, like if I use more than one power supply, I just wire them all in there. But they, uh, they that does kind of suck. It does make me sad now that I think about it. And the HX Stomp, I think, came like that too. And everyone's like, what are you guys doing? I know uh, Cole Duke from the Gear Slum, he just got one in. And he found a really cool way to... Uh, to power it so if you want you can go join their group and check it out uh if you stay too long you become one of them so just a fair warning but uh i don't know i think the wireless systems are really good i had the g70 which was the like top of the line one for them for the like stomp box mode had a tuner all this stuff xlr out and all that it was it was great I miss it. I, I ended up selling it, mm. but it was a, uh, and that was a quick sale too. It was like up for like 20 minutes and it was gone. Uh, they, uh, they killed it on the wireless. I love it. I don't, I don't know I why people, weren't they the first ones in, uh, like one of the first ones into the digital wireless game, the 2.4 gigahertz yeah. and all that. I think they were, they were really big on it. Um, and the thing is, too, they've been doing wireless for a while, too. Like, I'd say people used to talk about, oh, well, this sucks and whatever. But like, they always could say, well, the wirelesses are great. But then you get the, uh, but their amps and then other stuff. Yeah, let's just focus on all the negative stuff. Like, you can name any company. Look at Fender. They're still putting up parallel universe guitars. <laughs> But no, people that, are paying that was for the them. thing on the ad, though. It was the last one of the Parallel series. I don't know if that's thank, a thank God or if that's a... Oh, shut. Is that a threat or a promise? <laughs> <laughs> this is the last one. Oh, thank you. I'm so ready for Ooh. this to be over with. Actually, this could be a fun thing to do to before we wrap up the episode. Should we try to uh, predict what Fender's going to do for this year's uh, like every couple of month release? Because uh, they've done this for the past, what, two or three years? Yeah, the like randomness, like sporadically. Mm-hmm. <sighs> When's the last time they re they re released the Coronado? That's the semi hollow. Not yeah, that's their semi hollow. The not Starcaster one. Uh... I think they're gonna. I have a feeling that they're gonna re release it. Yeah, I think the last time they really did it, it was like in, in the Antigua color too. Ooh, yeah, because I. Or, yeah, I think it was, actually. So that was two or three years ago, I think, was when the... They've got the modern player, Coronado. Let's see. Ooh, or the Fender Sarcaster. 
Yeah, the Starcaster yeah. is still kind of out there. You just don't see it. Dang, there's a modern player Coronado for six hundred bucks on Reverb right now, and it's a really nice. Ooh, a journeyman case by Gators included, eh? Hmm. So you think we might see some more like semi-hollow or hollow body? I think stuff Fender's gonna here. do. Yeah, I think Fender's gonna um, focus and kind of shoot towards that market. Because we got a strat the eric johnson strat with the f-hole this year yeah yeah they've already done i think they're going to start going towards the bigger body hitting towards the gretch area i would actually enjoy that i think if they didn't do it in an ugly color the antigua was just uh, i don't like that color yeah at all i would love to see them actually put out to market the white chicken uh, yeah like actual like make it to affordable too yeah, definitely. Like, Man, I, I want that Fender that. Coronado. <laughs> Dude, 600 bucks? The thing looks great. Christmas is coming up, guys. Everybody uh, do $100 uh, Patreon levels, and yeah. you guys will personally pick your reward for that. So I will <laughs> send you whatever you ask for. I don't even care. <laughs> that thing is sweet. Where is it? Crafted in China. Yeah, it's a modern player. 2013 so that's kind of older i mean five years it's not been released for a while so, so yeah that'd be cool if we actually saw some more was that stuff come back dang it my facebook app updated and it confused the hell out of me good job the, they added another bottom at button at the bottom oh yeah have you not had that update yet the groups faster uh-huh maybe I, you know what actually that's not a horrible idea can they get rid of the tv thing I don't want to watch the videos and I'm tired of getting marketplace updates. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care anymore. Fallout 76 for 35 bucks. Cause the game sucked. Mm-hmm. I didn't even play it, but people, my friends were like, one of my kids wants it for Christmas and they're like, don't get it. It's horrible. Yeah. Well, if they really, really want it, grab it while it's on sale before it goes back up. How is it on sale right now? Uh, I, bought it for 60 oh well there's a used one for 35 bucks (laughs) i might just go buy that one let's see all right so now that we're getting off topic i say we wrap this sun gun up Uh, i say so too uh all right thanks for joining us uh leave us oh check out our patreon yep the link will be down below yeah because chris will put it there hopefully um (laughs) uh so go to patreon.com slash the effects loop uh you've we've got a bunch of different levels every level's awesome uh another shout out again to will Hugh for being the first one uh to join in and help us out uh also i think one of the things we really didn't talk about is like where where this money's gonna go so we want to be able to do really cool stuff we already do you know we did summer nam last year we did it out of pocket Mm -hmm. um everyone paid for their own stuff it'd be really cool if we could put that money towards uh maybe getting us out to winter nam next year uh this can also help offset the cost of us getting a uh airbnb stuff like that so it'd be really cool um also it would help us be able to buy things for the podcast so we suck less yeah and, i don't well, and i don't plus, know if we like do that. a lot of companies will do like discounts for uh like in trade for demos and reviews so that'll help us be able to like actually pick up something if you know you guys i'm not doing a damn demo again (laughs) 
I don't mind doing the demos, but definitely like wouldn't mind doing reviews and stuff. But that's like normally like a little peek into the gear industry. That's sometimes how it goes. Yeah. So. All right. So go check out our Patreon. Help us out. Um, if you join our Patreon, tell a friend. Harass them. It's Christmas. It's the greatest time to get money out of people. Um, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, follow us on Instagram at The Effects Loop. Join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash The Effects Loop. Check out our YouTube. And if you have any ideas, email us at The Effects Loop at gmail.com. Um, I think that's all of it. So f- for The Effects Loop, I'm Diaz. Chris. And we'll see you next time. Hey. Adios. We are, we are, we are strong. We have to just keep pushing along